What's up, everyone? Welcome to Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. Oh my my name is Corey. I'm Alex. Uh, how's it going? It's going. How is are it? You? Good. I'm stressed out trying to figure out this. I can tell. Setup. And then you just said, "Fuck it, record." Yeah. Corey Billy. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Billy. <laughs> Who do we have today, Corey? We have uh, Rob Brewster. Uh, Say hi, Rob. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we have Tiffany Brewster. Say hi, Tiffany. That's me. Uh, <laughs> she's on Instagram. And we have Billy. What's up, Billy? Uh, hello. <laughs> Here you go. Bam, bam, bam. Come on, everybody. Bam, bam, bam. All right. You got my nephew, Billy. Billy, what was the most embarrassing thing that happened to you this week? Uh, meeting my sister's boyfriend. <gasps> oh. That was embarrassing I for you? It so was it much. embarrassing for yes. you or embarrassing for him? Uh, me, probably, probably me. Uh... Well, I ended up tr- had tried to meet him, but instead I uh, ended up shaking his head and go and putting my face into the couch. Yeah, I put my face into the couch too because I was embarrassed for you. Yeah, it was it was not good. Yeah. It was ugly. What's the funniest thing that happened to you this week? Uh, I don't, or what uh, made me, you laugh oh, the most? Me doing uh, Geico insurance. Uh, Can in you give us a sample? Home. Can you give us a sample? Free Geico insurance for 50% off. 50% off. 50% off on car insurance for Geico. Yeah. 50% off for free. Yeah. That's cool. quite a deal. That's cool. Yes. Alright. Do you have any funny stories about your mom that you want to tell? Uh, she's broken a lot of bones. <laughs> she's broken a lot of bones? Yeah. What's the funniest story that you have of your mom maybe falling up the stairs this afternoon oh yeah she fell twice one she uh she <laughs> fell when uh people were doing uh photo shoots <laughs> and then she like photo hit her shin yeah downstairs we're doing a photo shoot with annie oh and um and then she fell on her shin and then was like mommy and i and i joked about calling 911 <laughs> yeah, he actually. F- yeah, he, he he told Tiff that he was calling nine one one, and then Tiff got like real serious for a second. Yeah, she was like, "No, don't call nine one one. They're gonna they're gonna come back. They're gonna call back." And I'm like, and I'm like, I didn't actually call nine one one. He's like, just kidding. And then <laughs> she's uh, like, "Give me your phone." Yeah, <laughs> and then the other one was, um, coming up from the store, and. Wait, I don't know. And then she like <laughs> tripped on the, the stairs, and she really hurt herself. And um, yeah, that was it. She's tripped on the stairs coming up. From yeah, the like she had like a bag. And is then, your mom clumsy? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes she's <laughs> yeah. What's the dumbest thing you've ever seen your mom do? Oh no, I don't really. Uh, <laughs> let me think. There's so many, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> too many to count. Yeah. Too many to count. Uh, have you ever I, seen her let her hair on fire? Uh, no, but I I've have. seen. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, mom, wait a your minute. Your mom has lit her hair on fire oh, twice. Oh, shoot. Did my mom actually do that? 
Yeah, your mom's living. Oh wait, 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 wait. Uh, probably she. I think my mom did this, but I think she lit a candle on fire and lit the rug on fire. Yeah, did that, you? Yeah. Wow, buddy, you listen. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember. Cool. You remember that story? That's I great. do remember that, that wasn't story. That was place, though, right? No. Uh, no, I was. Uh, is this a Kansas City story? No, 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 no. no. This is you were probably really young. fifteen. Oh. Okay, this is. I was you fifteen, the story and we yet. were having a party at our house. You don't remember this story? I remember something about fire. And mom put a candle in my room, and I went in, and she had left like she'd used like a matchbook, and. Um, she left the matchbook, like the little wick thing in it. And I was like, well, that's annoying. And so my OCD kicked in. And so I took a tissue paper. I took a tissue paper to get the little match out because it did look pretty in the white candle. Well, the whole thing lit on fire. The whole um, the whole thing lit on fire. The whole tissue lit on fire, and I threw it, and it lit the whole carpet All on right. fire, and I never got a candle again. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't blame her. Uh, Billy, thank you so much for sharing. Anything else you'd like to tell anybody? Do you have any? Subscribe to Billy Tubes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You heard it here, folks. Nice. Good Subscribe to, to Billy Tubes. What is Billy Tubes? It's oh. oh. <laughs> What is Billy Tubes? Um, it's a channel where there's uh, tours, mostly like tours of houses. But it's your Do YouTube. Yeah, it's page. my YouTube channel. Oh, YouTube channel. And there's the gaming. Um, is it your everyday life? Vlogging? Yeah, it's my everyday life. And yeah, that's pretty much it. So, where can you find Billy Tubes on YouTube? Yeah. How do you spell it? Uh, capital B I L L Y, two exclamation points, then capital T U B E apostrophe S. Nice, dude. Nice, excellent, excellent job. All right, thank you so much. It's time for you to to just go ahead and lay down. Yeah. I love you, bud. High five. High five. Good night. Good night. Proud of you. Make sure you say good night. How old are you? I'm nine years old, but about to be ten. Good job. All right. All Tiff's right. gonna go ahead and uh, put him to bed. We're gonna talk to Rob for a little bit. Mom duty. Mom duty. Don't embarrass me while I'm gone. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> I hope you don't hear me through the mic if I actually come through. Okay. All right. Yay! I get to stay. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Okay, uh, Rob Rooster, welcome. Yes, thank you. Uh, Rob is my brother-in-law. Uh, incredible. Incredible businessman. Um, can you just real quick talk about kind of your life in tech? Because a lot of people know who you are. Um, I'd love to hear your like uh, elevator pitch of who you are and where you came from oh and boy. how you got into where you are. All right, tech life. Uh, I'll start from today and work my way backwards. Cool. So I'm going to go really fast with companies and roles. And if you have any questions, you can ask. But uh, okay. today, I am CEO of a company called GoForms. We are based out of San Diego. It is a data capture platform, which basically means people are going out and doing inspections or audits or any type of field service type use case. And they bring data into a digital device, which would previously have been done by forms. And it's an amazing company. We're 38 people. We're doing about $6 million in revenue and on our way to be something pretty amazing. Cool. And the thing I love most about talking about GoForms is now when I give you my past, you're gonna go like, 
hey, something doesn't fit here. And so prior to GoForms, I was at Twilio for two years. I ran sales. I ran business development. Uh, prior to that, I spent a year at Jive. I did um, five years at Eloqua as the SVP of business development. I had three years at Salesforce as VP of Alliances for the Americas. I had a couple of short stints at Siebel and BEA, uh, five years at Epiphany, um, five years at, um, God, drawing a blank on the name of the company, hold on, IntelliCorp, and then five years at Data Broadcasting. But, but the ultimate story is I was a waiter who got lucky and I found myself in high tech and I had opportunities present themselves and I crushed them when I got them. I can relate to that. Do you think you really were a waiter that got lucky or do you think it was because you are who you are, you're skilled at networking and being a good communicator and connecting with people and someone said, I think that you would do good or be good yeah, how at much something of it is- other than, because I say that all the time about myself, like I got really lucky, but then I can look back at it and I'm like, yes, I think a little bit is luck, but it's also hard work and being a... Yeah, how much of it is hard work meets opportunity? Um, I, uh, look, it, it, it's obviously a, a, an answer of both. Yeah. yeah. That, that when oper- Here's the thing is, I think everybody on this planet, especially, I shouldn't say everybody on this planet because I think that's a misnomer. Anybody who's born in a first world country, if you're born in the United States or, you know, Western Europe or these areas where when you, when you have an opportunity, it's one of the things that makes me want to reach out to other areas in the sense of if you're born in an area that has opportunity and you take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to you, then, yeah, you, you can't lose. Yeah. The sad part for me is there are people who probably have the same skill set that I have or that other successful people have had, but they live in areas where that's never going to be accomplished. That's sad. Yeah. Now, what's also sad is people that are born in the areas that we're born in with the opportunities that we have, those opportunities present themselves and they find a way to, quite frankly, fuck it up. They they decide that... Oh, I, I don't have this or I don't have that. And I'm going to make an excuse for my lack of success. The reality is there's no other way to behave in the business world than work hard, learn from your mentors, come in early, stay late, do yeah. everything you can to be the best that you can be. And I can assure you, if you do all those things, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I've always said to people when we talk about hiring, and we've hired a lot of people that fit this profile, and I think I fit this profile, is give me smart and give me motivated. And I don't mean I don't need a Harvard MBA. Yeah. Love Harvard MBAs. Yeah. But give me smart. And you know what smart is. You yeah. Can, you can see smart right out of the gate. And give me motivated. And you know what motivated is too. Somebody that's going to basically show you that they have the desire to succeed. Right. You give me smart and motivated. I'll win all day long. I've heard you say that before. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's my hiring model. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been really interesting because I when I first connected with you, you were with Twilio, and like seeing what you were doing there, and then now seeing what you're doing with GoForms is crazy. Um, the the tech world, 
when you got into it was a young man's game. Uh, how do you, what would you say to people that are like trying to get into it now that are maybe like my age, 34, mm-hmm. a little bit older, yep. uh, maybe thinking about getting into like a new field um, that might be discouraged because it's all these like young whiz kids coming up. Age doesn't matter. <laughs> Amen. I, I, I go back to what I said earlier. You can be smart and motivated. We'll yeah. be fine. Very cool. Um, I, I, run, I just, I run into that in my field because okay. I am older than a lot of other people that I'm working with. Look, so, I, I mean, here's the reason people get excited about young people. Number one, you can pay people that are young less. Okay. You can mold them into what you want them to be. So, there's an advantage of taking somebody that cheaper than I should be paying, mm-hmm. and I have the ability to teach them what I yeah. want them to learn. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. help me, but, but here's what I kind of disagree with on that. Why can't I do the same thing with a person that's older? If right. an older person says, I'm willing to learn. They're probably willing to take a little less to learn. Sure. And who's to say an old person can't learn? Oh, uh, dude, so, absolutely. I mean, my feeling has always been that, look, I, I always go back to, I don't, I don't worry about your, you know, Harvard MBA. Yay. Uh, and, and once again, I, for any of you Harvard MBAs <laughs> listening, I apologize. It could be Yale you. or if whatever. If you have a Harvard yeah. MBA, please call me. I'd love to. <laughs> You're amazing people. But I'm also not offended by... You know, the, the, the guy who went to the University of Phoenix and graduated at the age of 40-something, right? Like, right. give me a go-getter. Give me somebody that wants to win. Give me somebody that, once again, smart and motivated wins all day. You give me a crew of all the smarties that had all the privileges and had all the amazing things happen to them. and they're, they Because in some cases, there's a little bit of a, hey, this is going to come to me because I did all these things. Or give me the... I'm hungry. Yeah. I want to win. And I'll do anything it takes to win. Like, I'll take those guys all day long. Yeah. Well, that kind of uh, brings up for me the fact that it sounds like you were an athlete, and I know you were. It's very much an athlete mentality. Um, how much is, like, growing up, because you're a football player, a basketball player, how much is, like, sports and that whole world, like, kind of influenced your, like, practicality as a business person? Well, let's start with I was a shitty athlete. Okay. <laughs> it's clearly I'm, I'm still on a podcast with you guys, and I'm still working in software. Yeah. But, but the bottom line is, um, whether you're a shitty athlete or a great athlete, I do like hiring people that come from a team mentality. And when I think about athletics, it's not about that I was an athlete and I'm fit and I'm physical or whatever. It, it, it's more of a... Team player. Um, I believe that... There's more to it than me as an individual. Sure. So, uh, you know, I grew up in Louisiana. So football, baseball, basketball relig- were religion. And you played team sports. And the idea was the team. And yeah. you didn't have to be the best player on the team, but you understood your role on the team. And your role on the team mattered. And I believe that that applies to business. So I love hiring ex-athletes. I've hired a lot of ex-athletes. Yeah. And, and I find that they are... Good team players, they want to win, they're willing to do what it takes to win, and at the end of the day, that's really all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm into that. I, uh, for me, I, I, I have a lot of friends that, were, uh, that are in New York that are working in tech, and a lot of them are like, you know, ex-lacrosse, ex-hockey, ex-football, ex-whatever it may be from certain universities, and it seems like... And maybe you can talk more about this because I'm not in the tech world. Mm-hmm. It seems that there's kind of like this just kind of bro down mentality uh, in 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 that world. I mean, it's kind of been coming up recently. Do you have any insight on that? Is it 
Is it changing? Uh, yeah. You and I had some conversations about your hiring process that yeah. was kind of interesting. Um, so is it a man's I, I, world still? Um, unfortunately, it is. Yeah. Um, but I take personal responsibility for changing that. And yeah. I'm very pleased to say that many of my peers and my mentors are taking personal responsibility for that. Um, when I say an athlete's world, by no means do I mean an athlete's. I, mean, I wasn't implying no, that. No, no, yeah, I get for that. Sure, but yeah. I, I want to make that clear that yeah. I don't want anybody to feel like That's when I make caveat. that comment that it's not a, I'm, I'm only hiring ex-football players. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm very, one of the things I'm proudest about in my career is I have hired and promoted on a percentage basis because I clearly haven't worked at companies where I've hired thousands of people, but I've probably right. hired, you know, 50, 60 people in my life. Um I am very proud of the fact that I've probably hired more women than men, and I can assure you I've promoted more women than men. That's cool. And one of the reasons I say that is um, women are awesome. They're they're (laughs) amazing. I'm married to a man. Let's say it all together. Hundo P. Thank you, buddy. Welcome back, um, Tiff. Join us. (laughs) I think that... um, you know, women can be your best employees. I actually find them to be less emotional than men in many business circumstances. I find them to be uh, as hardworking and as ambitious as any person I've ever worked with. And I will, you know, I, I and let me be clear. I don't, I don't want to make it seem like, you know, because look, I've hired a lot of men too. And yeah. I love the guys that work for me. Right. But when all things are equal, and this kind of goes back to what you said earlier of, is it this kind of a world? If all things are equal, I will always choose the woman. Yeah. But if all things are unequal, I will always choose the best. And that's sometimes fair that's the enough. woman and sometimes that's, that's the man. Yeah. yeah. I think I, I think if everybody took that approach, we'd be better off as a society. I, and and, yeah. and I should and I'm not trying to like trap you in any way. I no, think I, I think the best is the best no matter what. Absolutely. And I think that that shouldn't if all things are being considered equal, the best should the be woman. the best no matter what. Whether you're a man or you're a woman, the best candidate is the best candidate. Um, that's a great answer. Yeah. Um, switching to... Well, I wanted to ask a couple of questions. Um, so what was your... You went from Twilio, and what was your role at Twilio? Twilio, I... Wow, that was, that was quite a ride. Uh, so I started <laughs> as the VP of channel sales, mm-hmm. which for Twilio, channel sales was kind of a... Um, Selling to companies that built a SMS or voice platform mm-hmm. into their software and then resold it. So it was not your typical channel model and like we weren't doing referral business or systems integrator business. It was more of a uh, Zendesk, a Ring DNA, mm-hmm. the type of companies that were out there selling something and we they brought us along. Got it. Uh, so I started there, mm-hmm. and I did that for about five months. And then the guy who brought me on board, who's been my mentor and boss for many years, great guy, uh, unfortunately left the company. They put me in his role as the VP of sales in an interim basis. I did that for about two months. Mm-hmm. Then they brought in a VP from another large enterprise software SaaS company, had him do the job. He did it for about 10 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had put me back in the channel role. Then they brought me back into the role and they gave it to me permanently. Right, exactly. Yeah, you're kind of getting the story. And so I did that for a year. We had a lot of cakes in our house that were like, 
yay, congratulations. And then I was like, well, I wish I didn't do that cake. Yeah. So it was, it was uh, yeah, there were a lot, of, there was a lot of back and forth. I, I think sorry. the bottom line on Twilio was, no, sorry uh, to jump in, but great, no. great. Look, I, I, I want to be very clear. Great company, great experience. Yeah. yeah. Amazing platform for people who are trying to build any form of communications platform in their business. Um, I thought I did a great job there and my yeah. reward for doing a great job there was to uh, be an individual contributor going forward and then it was an opportunity for me to move on and I did. And mm-hmm. look, I, I've had 27 jobs and, and, and they've all been amazing. They've all built me into what I am today and I, I view Twilio as a great experience and have nothing but great things to say about the experience other than uh, yeah, a little, little <laughs> schizophrenic on the sales side. <laughs> so then you went from there to GoForms. Correct. And what was your starting role at GoForms? Started there as VP of sales and um, joined in 2016. Um, inherited two people. And I had joined as uh, a mentor of mine who I had worked with at Salesforce was a board of directors who had brought me in, which was um, great. Um I had also advised a couple of other companies that he mm-hmm. was investing in. Started as VP of sales after about six months, took over customer success. And for the last 18 months, I've been CEO. And how was cool. that transition going from what you were doing into CEO? Because it sounds like you had had a lot of experience doing sales and heading teams. And that seems to be a very large jump from that. From team handling to, to company CEO. handling. Honestly, you know, it, it's been easier than I would have thought. So as an example, um, when I was at Salesforce, I started with two people. By the time I left, I had 13. When I started at Eloqua, I had two people. By the time I left, I had 10. Uh, started at uh, Twilio, I had three left with 88. Wow. Jesus. Uh, started at... <laughs> GoForms had two, and in my sales role, had probably 10 or 12. So my feeling has always been, look, it's coming back to what I said. You hire smart and motivated. You build a plan. You execute your plan. And whether you're the head of sales or you're the CEO, it really isn't all that different. I will say the, the biggest difference for me was the fact that you – you do have the ultimate responsibility. Mm -hmm. You do wake up in the morning realizing that you're responsible for the lives of, in my case at the time, 30 people. Yeah. And that is a burden, Mm -hmm. but a good burden. A burden I gladly accept in the sense of, I want to know these people as individuals. Mm -hmm. I want to know them as their career path. Yeah. I want to know them related to their families and I want to know them related to our success. Yeah. So the ability to own the whole thing is pretty cool. Um, but from the standpoint of the revenue or the job or the people, you know, in all fairness, it, it, that part's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. The biggest part is, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I know that the, the success or failure of the company lies on me. But that's a challenge I gladly accept. Yeah. yeah. Is, awesome. Do you have any uh, tips or tricks for mm-hmm. handling stress? Uh, we talk a lot about that here. <laughs> he's like, like, nah, he's I don't like, get stressed. Nah, I don't get stressed. <laughs> I mean, I know, I know you as a. Uh, I mean, do you have anything that you? I, mean, I know you like sports. Like anything that kind of just helps you take the pressure off. You know, I, I um, 
That's a tough one for me to answer because of who I am. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, we talk to a lot I of high performers. I think one of the reasons I'm really good at what I do, and I mean this for not just being CEO, but for my entire career, is somehow, and I don't exactly know how, <laughs> I, I can't explain this. I think some people are just born this way or they figure mm-hmm. it out over time. Um, I don't stress. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Uh, and, and, you know, the, well, you some like people say, will Jim? do the... <laughs> Is Some, this husband and wife talk? <laughs> no. But, no, hold, no, hold on, but I hold don't. on, hold the on. The wife I, uh, has an answer when the husband is Hold on, talking. hold on, no, 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 hold on. I want to um, stop. I want to hear, he's, he's, on a, he's on a thought process here. I, I don't this. get overly excited about the good or the bad. The good is great, thank you. Uh, the bad is bad, okay, let's deal with it. I have a mantra inside of the company of... Bad news travels faster than good. Sure. Meaning yeah. good news, hey, great, good news, yay, let's all go celebrate. Bad news, I need to know now. Yeah. Because we got to go deal with it. For sure. Yeah. But the good news is, um, none. look, th- this is not World War Three. <laughs> We're not all going to die right. yeah, over sure. any of the news yeah. that came about. Oh, yeah. somebody, you know, like whatever the news is, it's not going to kill us. Yeah. I, I will say this. I think the one thing that I do really well with, and I hope in my marriage and I hope in my, my career, is I'm a good communicator. Uh, yeah, 100%. Well, I think, I think what you would be surprised about is you're like, hold on, let him finish. I think the way you handle stress is to be 100% honest. And, and I think that yeah. that's one of your greatest strengths. And sometimes can also be like yeah. one of the things where I cringe at. People don't like they, honesty. They don't. People don't like honesty because I'm it makes them honest. feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But being brutally honest is really hard. It is a hundred percent for one sure. of those things that I I don't have his the the way he handles stress and uncomfortable situations is probably the opposite. Yeah. But when I heard you ask the question, I I totally know how he handles stress and yeah. his way to handle stress is um it's I, I always say you're like a freight train on a path has no stops. You either get on or get the fuck But isn't that out like a way great... excuse my language but But like for for me, Alex is very much like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, uh, she's very much just like, let's focus on this, focus on this, focus on this. Like, she's very freight trainy in her way of thinking. And it's almost like a calming thing. It is. Well, in, in the way the way that you do it, like you come in and you're like, and I again, I'm coming in kind of, so I don't know exactly what you've talked <laughs> okay. about, what you haven't. Oh, good. Um, I had to leave the door open because Billy's like, I have to hear what you guys are talking. So let's see. Whoever finds him first is going to win a prize. He has a little bit. Yeah, he's a little bit scared door. to come out. So we're yeah, so yeah. So but, we're talking but about what I what I didn't with... know, what I didn't hear is um, if you talked about kind of the go form situation and and there's been a lot of things. No, no, no. I know there's been a lot of things in his career since I've been with him in various situations. I'm just. Time out, dude. Give There's me a second. There's various situations in his career that have been touchy. And, and he comes home, and he's very matter-of-fact about them. And he's like, this is how I'm going to manage it. And then he goes, and he talks to the people that he's got to talk to first. And, and, and he has a plan from soup to nuts, from right. top to bottom, mm-hmm. yeah. of how it should be. 
And every step of that plan is all about telling the truth. Yeah. And I, I don't think there are very many people in that's... business that tell the truth the way you tell the truth. And I do think that that's how you manage your stress. And I, yeah. I, I see yeah. that in you. I watch your brain yeah. work and it, in an incredible in an incredible capacity and so would you would you say so to kind of we were talking about dealing with stress would you say tiffany that um watching rob be brutally honest with things makes handling like because sometimes spouses take on stress from their like this does it help that he's so brutally honest he's like this is what's happening. This is the bad. This is, does it, does it help you to, for him to be so honest or does it give you stress? Like, no, I don't, I don't ever feel very much stress when it comes pull to the mic his a little per- closer to you. I don't, I don't ever feel stress when it comes to his professional life. Mm-hmm. I actually, I think that's one thing that, um, we have that's really strong in our marriage is that his confidence in his, in his career it, 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 I don't ever question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever question. That's like, awesome. I think that you, you, you do, you grab the bull by the horns and you're like, you're so convicted in every action that you do that there is no question about what it's going to be. And I do think that that's how you handle your stress. I think that's the answer to you not being stressed. I think there's times where you don't sleep very well or you're restless, but it's, you're always trying I'm, to solve I'm a, a business problem. owner too. Like I get that though. He's just a problem solver. Yeah, he yeah. is. You are yeah. a problem solver. You're the ultimate problem solver. And I think that yeah. that's an incredible thing. But look, stress comes into, I mean, look, I, I don't want to act like, Oh, I'm never stressed. Like it never <laughs> right. yeah. like, I'm not an idiot. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but to Tiff's point and and to my point earlier is the way I do manage stress is I do tackle it head on. I don't. Yeah. I don't think there's any value in messaging something other than I do a monthly meeting with my team. I in, I get the entire company together and we do a monthly meeting and we do an update on where we are as a business, whether it's good or bad, what we're doing for the coming. Uh, month, whether it's good or bad, I have my CFO on there to talk about the books and where we are. When we work, we're incredibly transparent. But I think the way I manage stress is just by saying, "Here's what it is. You don't like it? Great. Talk to me. Yeah. You yeah. like it? Great. Talk to me." It's how we manage our marriage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. seriously, we. Yeah. I, I don't have any patience for the idea of I'm going to message something different because I, I think people that. Take the approach of I'm going to say this, even though I don't know that that's the case. They don't sleep well at night. Yeah. I sleep really well. You really do. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you really do. And but, the, in the, the in the six years of marriage, that, that you've maybe had two or three restless nights, and it's but, only over, because you're like, I'm just trying to solve this problem, yeah. and I'm going to have the answer in the morning. Right, but over ridiculousness, though, right? Yeah. Like, Have you guys? Look, and in our lives over the last few years, we've had a fair amount of just ridiculous nonsense for sure. that yeah. clearly requires a little extra time. Yeah. But for the most part, the the standard stuff that comes up in our lives, yeah, we we. You're the greatest sol- um, problem solver I've ever met in my life, and Thank not you, not that that says anything, but I seriously have never seen a human being make a decision, like evaluate the situation, evaluate the pros and cons, make a decision and be so convicted about it. I mean, our marriage is that too. So I I do have to say to, to kind of piggyback on that. I have taken a lot from you. Um, I know you're my brother-in-law, but you're also like a mentor. So like I've taken a lot of your like philosophies on business as a business owner and like, just been like, 
decision making is very important to do it quickly and decisively so that everyone around you is like, yes, I'm on board with this yeah. and this is the direction that we're going. And it's done nothing but like bring me more profit right. to be like, hey, this space is four times bigger. The rent is four times more expensive. Should we move in? Fuck yes. Let's figure out a way to get in there. It's Look, just like like I've taken that from you as like be decisive. Be it doesn't just, mean you're always right. Right. And you can be wrong. Yeah. And that's okay. But but wishy washy, I'm gonna not cute. Be decisive. <laughs> be decisive. Yeah. That, that's a, that's the biggest advice I'd give anybody. Yeah, man. Is like just make a decision. But and, and if you're wrong and you realize you're wrong, then you pivot. <laughs> exactly. But but you gotta make a decision. You cannot do the whole like I'm gonna try and figure this out and we're gonna waste our time and we're gonna Yeah, that gets real messy real quick when you have people that are like, We're waiting for you, you're in charge, what's your choice? It's let's you you just gotta make the choice. Do you have any uh I mean you've made big decisions for big companies. Do you have any advice on uh or for business owners who are like thinking about making like a large pivot or a large decision for their business? Like if they're in like a stressful situation. Like I have to leave. I'm getting evicted from my space. I have to leave. Should I get this space that's four <laughs> times more expensive and but also four times yeah. as big? Or or just like I'm running out of this or like any stressful situation. Well, it's, I mean, it's such a broad question. Right. Sorry, sorry, like, sorry to put you on the spot. So I guess my answer would be um, data. Let, let, let data answer your question. Let the numbers should tell you, like if you were saying, you know, to your scenario earlier of, you know, we were going to move into this space. It's four times bigger. It's four times as expensive. Like, how do we manage this? Well, if the numbers tell you that you should be doing it, then do it. Like gotcha. if, you're, if you're a CEO or a founder or an owner, you, you by definition have already made a bet and you made a bet <laughs> on yourself. Yeah. So the question yeah. is, when that when that opportunity comes to double down, do you double down? Double down on yourself, or do you not? But data should always and and data goes both ways. And data is a beautiful thing because data is not emotional. Data is not a I'm the best CEO in the world. Right. And I think I'm really oh, great. That's and I super really powerful. Like doing the job, so I'm going to keep doing it, even though the data says, dude. It ain't working. <laughs> You're a failure. This business is a failure. Get out. Because look, there, there's a million scenarios. And, and frankly, some of the most successful CEOs on the planet have failed, 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 and then became successful because they learned from their failures. Right. But if they would have doubled down on their failures, they may not have been that guy or gal that succeeded. So my point would be data usually answers your question. One of the reasons I'm so excited about our business the data tells me we got a great business. Yeah. We have our challenges, but we have a great business. So I will continue to double down on it because I know the data tells me to. Yeah. But if the sure. data told me different, I would make a different decision. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Um, I would like to switch a little bit and talk about your relationship because you <laughs> <laughs> um, because you have a similar story as to how Corey and I met because yep. you knew each other when you were younger, yada yep. yada. So how did y'all meet? <laughs> you want to start, honey? Let's let you talk. I've been talking too much. <laughs> no, you've been oh, talking just the right amount. So good. Um, so I was the flower girl in. Don Miguel. 
Dominic Ella in Italian. Italian Ish. for flower girl. Italian. We think. Dominic. We're not Italian. We think. Any Italians listening to the uh, podcast, Tony please correct And maybe Sarah. Sarah. Soon to be. Yeah. So, we'd like to believe that Don Miguel means flower girl. Yeah, we're gonna okay. That's what we're going to call it. after it. Yeah. So it's so gonna gonna it. I own yeah. my handle on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Are you on Instagram? <laughs> oh, my God. Are you on Instagram? No, but I can only have three. Yeah, that's right. so anyway, um, I was the flower girl in um, his dad and stepmom's wedding. And I, th- I think you actually do need to really tell Okay, I'll go into that. So, that. Um, so I was 17 at the time. You were five, which sounds really terrible as I'm saying this. <laughs> Today I'm 52 and I'm very happy to say she's 40, which Finally, doesn't sound I nearly as 40, dirty. Like days ago. But um, so my mom had passed away when I was 16. I was living in Louisiana. My dad had, re- had remarried within a year to a woman in San Mateo, California. And I and my brother were the best man in the wedding. And my stepmom, my future stepmom at the time's best friend's daughter was the flower girl. So I'm standing up <laughs> at the, uh, you know, God, what is that thing called? The, uh, the wedding ceremony. No, the, 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 the altar. The altar, thank well, you. Well, you weren't happy I'm because a... you actually, you weren't no, happy. No, I was not happy. Because in all fairness, <laughs> no, 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 you, you, you kind of, you, you weren't happy because, um, your mom wanted your dad to get married and be happy. And she said, please wait a year. And he waited nine months. That is true. And I was not happy about that. And, uh, so I was not a happy man. I don't know that my brother was very thrilled either, but we stood on the altar mm-hmm. and we were the best men. And, and we have a photo of that. We yeah. do. We, we photo have a photo in our home of, of that. you yeah. in the wedding party and you in the so wedding party. Our official first picture. Yeah. Right. So, our so our fast forward. So Tiffany walking down the aisle, passing out all the flowers after two I was aisles. the worst flower girl ever. She was. I don't doubt <laughs> that. Don't you remember. can't even walk yeah. in a straight line. Clearly no, <laughs> clearly no attraction at 17 and 5. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess the good news was is that we had a family connection uh, in the sense of I would see Tiffany from time to time. And I think the only time I actually saw her in a different light is my stepsister at the time had a uh, birthday party that Tiffany had baby thrown shower. for her. Baby shower, whatever. Baby shower. Yeah. Birthday whatever. party, baby shower. Same thing. At, at, at this stage with them, we, we, we like to say whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. But whatever those people were doing, whatever, they dude. decided to have whatever. And... Um, <laughs> I saw Tiffany there, and I was divorced at the time, and um, I walked in with my daughter. I saw my brother, and I saw a young lady in the kitchen, and I said, oh, my God, who like who's that? She's really attractive. And my brother goes, that's Tiff. Like, that's the flower girl. And I'm like, what? what? Are you kidding me? I'm like, the flower girl has grown up. <laughs> so, that's my sister. And at the time, easy, I was 31, easy. and Billy was two. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, or, Something like that. But, but clearly found you attractive, yeah. but but you were married at the time and um, yeah. I was there with my daughter. Clearly nothing occurred, but it was one of those things of like, I, I put you on my radar of that's an attractive girl. So fast and, forward to you, how, because cause your guys' love story is so cute. I love it so much. I actually, I talk about it a lot. Can you can you just okay, kind of okay? So I'll, I'll I'll step in there. Rob came after you, and you're my I sister. Mean, he, so whatever, first but. of all, I would like to say, for as professional 
as you are and as just incredibly, <laughs> I mean, people like want to connect with you. They want you as a mentor. I was his 1,000th LinkedIn connection. That is true. Why, wait, and, why is that even? So, so, let, me, let me tell you why. So <laughs> it, people, people in the LinkedIn world will tell you that the, um, I've had a friend who um, was getting like his, 5,000th connection at some point. He said, my 5,000th connection is going to be special. He, I think he reached out his to 5, like... 5,000? Yeah, he reached out to like... Uh, well, maybe it was his 1,000th. It, it, it no, probably was that. Well, my, you and I are just different, but <laughs> one of my friends had said like, our connection's really special. So he goes, he, he said something like, he, I think he reached out to Mark Benioff and Larry Ellison and he told them both like, you're going to be my 1,000th connection. Like, which one of you is going to win? Like, I want you to be that special connection. So I didn't do anything special. I literally just put my connections out there. This one was re- responded when Tiff was in insurance. And it showed up on my profile. My 1,000th connection was Tiffany. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I sent her. I, this, you sent me this really sweet note. And I was like, wow. I have no idea. I had I no idea her. this was a big deal. But I remembered her from like being a little girl yeah. and I was like, hey, I always hoped my 1,000th LinkedIn connection would be special. It's you. That's awesome. That's and, cute. And, 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 and he and posts for the record, XOXO and I'm like, well, that's inappropriate on LinkedIn. But also like, <laughs> what's your phone number? What's your phone number? Do you want to hang out? No, none of that then. No, no I it, wasn't, it was really, it was really sweet. I had no idea it meant anything. I was like, whatever. And, and, and for the record, at the time, it did not. That was just the well, way I. I know, with but people. knowing you now and who who you are to many many people, that it is special. It is really special. So, yeah. um, and then so I was going through my divorce and I wanted to move back to California, and my mom kept going. You should reach out to Rob Brewster. And I kept looking at her like, why? Yeah, mom. Okay. That um, old fucker, why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> sure. uh, last thing I remembered of him was sitting by a pool in Fresno in the Speedo drinking a Corona. Never in a Speedo, for the record. Yeah, I know. And we but proved that recently. We, that was proven recently. Maybe know. she was seeing what she wanted to see. <laughs> I had, in all fairness, I had long board shorts like Her all men wore at the yeah. time. And I kind of, you know, hey, I pulled them up because hey, I'm tanning. Because like you got and a tan. I'm, and I'm drinking uh, my, yeah. um, my Stella's. Coronas. Coronas. No, no. Well, Stella Corona, same thing. Um, Both anyways, taste like so, piss. So, I he had reached out to me in May, like just like, hey, fishing. I'm fishing. No, and, and it's, it's, yeah, I was fishing. Yeah. And, and then, so mom finally convinced me. She was like, you should reach out to him, and I was like, oh, that's a good idea. And I wanted to get out of insurance, and I wanted to stay in marketing, possibly like event planning in software. And so I remember like opening Facebook whatever messenger at the time and going oh frick I didn't respond to him and now I'm like I need a favor and he had already messaged me but I never responded to the message and so now I feel bad right so now I'm like I need something you had reached out and I'm crawling back but I did we had a little back and forth on Facebook and um on June 29th after after Billy's swim lesson um, we had a scheduled phone call because every everything should man. be scheduled. Run yes, my man, my man. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. super yeah. scheduled. And, and was she late. was late. Surprise, was late. surprise! <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm so late. Oh my so 
so busy. So busy. <laughs> Have we done my most embarrassing? But that might be. So I was late and I was, the reason why will be my most embarrassing moment ever. So, um, we, we talk and we start talking right out there. I'm and, a, I'm and he's laying out right there. Outside. Yeah. Backyard resort, sure baby. He was wearing his board shorts, but, <laughs> um, cause you know, tan length, but we had a conversation. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Was... Easy. Easy. I'm gonna have to. I have to edit this. It's gonna be a heavily you edited. Have to edit this. No, it's, it's all fine. Good. I want to He's yeah. so. No. Sure. Don't. Who so cares? He's I so care. fine with that. I care. Um. I. So we're on the phone, and it should have probably been, as you say, what should have been a 20-minute conversation ended up being a two-hour conversation. Is that the way I speak? Oh my God, where's my phone? Oh my God, where's my phone? That's the way you speak. Oh my God, where's my phone? Um, okay, so so you guys, so, so you we, came. We connected in, on a phone call. And the June 29th thing at 11 a.m. Kansas City time actually matters because um, at the end of the phone conversation, as any good salesman does, he closes. I closed. He, closed yeah, he did, my with man. With three things. He closed with three. He goes, Can I say them? Yes, okay. please. I said, first of all, um, your resume sucks <laughs> because you're trying to become a event planner in high tech in San Francisco and it reads like an insurance person. Uh-huh. Change your resume. Let me help you with that. Number two, um, I know a lot of marketing people and I'm happy to host an event for you. I've hosted a lot of events in San Francisco. We'll do like an Americano, you know, the nice hotel downtown. Yeah. At, uh, Oh, God, I don't remember the name of the hotel. But anyway, but I said, I'll, I'll invite a bunch of marketers. You can come. I'll Very introduce kind. you to a lot of people. All these people could hire you, and we'll make that happen. I said, number three, um, save a night for me. I want to take you out. And I'm what like, no, I should be taking you out for dinner saying yeah. thank you. And I'm like, no, it's a date. I want to take you out. <laughs> what? That was my question. And she dropped her phone. What? And she dropped her phone. <laughs> and I dropped my phone. Did you yeah. really? <laughs> I t- I believe it. And she's like, is Rob Brewster asking me out on a date? I love that. <laughs> I mean, you are my sister yes. and I and I, I I just love your guys' love story. I think it's 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 really awesome. Uh and at that I point, say I this like, to why not? Dude, I, I say this to everyone. Uh we've talked about this on the podcast. Like, Rob, you are truly an MVP of the family. I fucking yes, love you. That is true. To the moon and back. I like that. I I could go on and on well, look, and I, cry I, about I, it, but you make my sister very, very happy. Um, I've also learned a lot from you. Casey's learned a lot from you. She's learned a lot from I you. Learned so Billy's learned a lot from you. Alex has learned Guys, a lot I, from I you. Having, it's I'm cool. Look, yeah, I, I've lost my mom and dad. I've I've lost my step family. I I, I feel like you know. I, I shouldn't say I feel. I, it's very clear. You guys are my family. Yeah, and I love and you. We're, and we're we're super we're, super grateful. We're we're a good family. We're I, very grateful I, I to love have being you. Part of it, and that's been a lot of fun. But I I will tell you that that phone call, the 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 close of this story is a year to the date yes. to the time we were married <laughs> in Half Moon Bay on the beach, and we did it right. So anybody who doesn't know this little secret, don't ever get married at a big old place and spend a lot of money. We literally <laughs> stayed. At the um, Ritz Carlton in Half Moon Bay, oh, it does and we a got a great deal. I think back then yeah. we probably paid five hundred dollars a night. Don't spend a lot of money. Go to the Ritz. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold, wait, 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 wait,
what are the Ritz and screw them? Wait till you hear what we did. The Ritz Carlton will we never, paid. ever. I know. They're probably going to never let us go there again. Yeah. They're we not going to listen to I think, I think at the time, we got a great deal. Like today, if you booked at the Ritz, it'd be $1,000 a night. I think we paid like $500 a night. We got a great suite. Um, I had we a fabulous said, dress. We said yes, that we were getting married, but we never did a wedding package. So Sorry. all we did was we just walked down to the beach. And when I say walk, Dale, her dad, and I walked down to the beach. Mm-hmm. They saw her in her wedding dress. They drove her they in a golf cart me down. down. She walked Carlton. down the beach. We got married. Yeah. We came back. We sat at the little outdoor area. They treated us like a king and a queen. We, yeah. we paid for ourselves. We went back to our room. They had, and they knew we had the wedding, like in the sense that we were getting married. Yeah. The the rose petals, Aww. all the stuff. It's amazing. They sent us a bottle of champagne. Chocolate. They treated us like kings and yeah, queens. I can't say enough good so things. But, but tell me who on the planet has been married at the Ritz-Carlton in, Wa- in uh, not Water Creek, in Half Moon Bay, Bay for $500. I don't know. That yeah. would be us. Amen. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, it, right. was, it was epic. It, was epic. it really was. So, so, so bottom line of the story is we, we met, there. we connected. Now, part of the missing pieces throughout this is... When we had the initial conversation, then I said, hey, I'm going to be in Chicago on business. I can pass through Kansas City. And she's like, hey, I'm going to bring Billy to his dad's in, you know, Palm Springs. I can come to see you. Yeah, we had, we had a few rendezvous. We, we found a way to connect. Yeah. until Which is also similar to our, because you guys started essentially long distance and we started yeah. long distance. Yeah. yeah. Well, and we... Um... And I've listened to, obviously, I've listened to some of your podcasts. One, especially the, every time you guys were together, you said, like, we when, knew the next yeah, time. When are we going to see We each actually other next? have a pact, and I broke it going to Israel with you. Oh, oh I'm so honored that, that we would never be apart longer than seven days. No. Oh, um, no, 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 very honored. Well, but, I took care of Billy. It was great. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, but but we Damn. do. We have a pact. Didn't we? All, we only went for oh maybe because but of because, the time because difference. of the time yeah. and, yeah. and however long it was like whatever, ten days. Yeah. But um, we have a pact that we will never be apart for eight days I or longer. That. That's it, crazy. Yeah, and so that's wow. something that we have had from minute one essentially. Like, yeah. I mean, the longest we were quote unquote apart. By the way, this man. Three days into talking on the phone, told me he was going to marry me. Dude, that's and I confidence. was like, I love that. I love that. It took me 10 fucking years <laughs> to say that. <laughs> no, it didn't. Well, you know what you know just... the advantage of a second marriage, though, is, and, and I'm not recommending this for yeah. anyone uh, by any means, but. Um, when you know, you, you know. actually get to a point where you know what you want. And, yeah. and look, yeah. and, and look, uh, you. you you live and you learn and you decide what you want and what you don't want. And this is no criticism of anybody on either side. Right. It's just one of those things of you finally decide, like, that's what I want. And, and the odd thing is, and I had told Tiff this, and she was in the same boat. We both were in the mindset of, oh, I no. am never <laughs> getting, like, I am so anti-marriage. I'm going to be single the rest of Look, I had a, you know, 13-year-old daughter. I did not want to introduce anybody right. to her and complicate yeah. her life. Um, I, I now, you know, through some good, you know, 
business decisions was like, man, I'm, I'm living the life I always wanted to live. I got not a care in the world. I had just met with my friend, you know, Bobby, and we were just like, man, I, I am so happy. I'm so pleased. Like, there's no way in the world I'm ever going to... Like, I had literally told Bobby two weeks before, there is no way in the world that I am ever going to be in a relationship again. And the next time I the saw him, time, I yeah. said, dude, I'm getting married. He's like, <laughs> I messed it all up. <laughs> I messed it all up. Yeah, he's like, what are you but talking I mean, about? I'm like, like, I met the girl. That's yeah. how That's how I felt. And I, I do kind of tying it all in 360. I mean, you are really, really good at business because of how you make decisions. You made a decision about me. You were like, you're my girl. I can't have you on the market. Like, I can't <laughs> I have you say, out there. Yeah. He used to say that to me. He's like, I can't really have you out there. Well, she said I was going to move up to California and she was going to do her own thing and I was going to do my own thing. And I'm like, I don't know that I want you. Yeah, I'm going to lose you. In that so, process, and then yeah. you even said that you loved me over the phone. And I was like, well, I can't do this for the first time over the phone. Like, I, it, you win against everything in me. And, and you, That's why you guys me. worked, though. That's why but you guys we both worked. did. Yeah. And why you guys we, but you make decisions. And you are so convicted of your, your decisions that they carry over. And you're like that in business. You're like that in relationships. You're like that with our family. And I think that is what makes it all work. Also, your conviction. The the same week you guys decided to like make it official and you moved back here was the we same week to New York. Because we <laughs> yeah. you guys yeah. made your decision, like, right? Yeah. A day apart. A day apart. Literally, we were literally flying yeah. over the country. Yeah, yeah it was time. crazy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, that's why it's like also really special when we get to spend time with you guys. Like, I'm always super grateful to be here with you. Like, oh, to, so to watch awesome. you guys be in a relationship is really special. Um, I admire you guys a lot. I mean, Tiff, you're my older sister. I, I love you. And uh, you, you, you really you have guys. a gem. <laughs> oh, come on. You no, have a gem no, we, here. We actually that. Yeah, yeah you, you no, I appreciate that. Beautiful, beautiful relationship. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. And honestly, I, I love when you're here. I, <laughs> I love You know, I, I mean this. There, there are times like when Tiff will oh, say yeah. somebody, like, I'm happy when you're here. Yes, he is. He is. He's very mean sweet. That. It's really it's sweet. sweet. For those of you that don't and, know, Alex and he is doing say sweet a stuff very master's, often. master's program in St. Mary's. And... She's been with us for probably four times, two yeah, more to go. Yeah, this is my, this four is my months, fourth time. Four, four months in the last two years. Yeah, and, and when she comes, um, most people would be like, oh, God, I got a family. Alex is the <laughs> – if any of you ever have an opportunity to have Alex say your please take advantage <laughs> please, of it. Please, me. I get it every it's day. True. Well, in all fairness, you, you're the you greatest are. house. You are the greatest house you, you, you ever you to live. Really are. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, have I ever complained? Uh, like, no, never. and he says this to like. You know, you make fun of me talking to strangers in stores. This is your story. You always say that. like, oh, my sister-in-law, she lives with us for a month. And she, she is the greatest house guest. Dude, do you know how hard she it is to live up to that? Herself. But you cook, you clean, <laughs> you're quiet as a mouse, you're sweet as can be. Anytime I come are, here, I'm like, I'll never. You are the best house guest on the planet. <laughs> well, thank you. It's no, if anybody <laughs> behaved the way you did, I would be like... I will build an you addition have an to our Airbnb. home. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but dude, it's also like when I come. I've been here. I've been here for a oh, week. I mean tomorrow, that. you know that. No, I, I know. know. No, we said know. That too. But no, we know. He said that story. No joke. No, but, no oh, less than 
but three dude, dozen dude, times. It's also like that's why like anytime I come, I'm like I'm just like oh man, I'm never gonna live up to Alex, dude. <laughs> Nobody lives up to Alex. Never be as good as she is, <laughs> dude. Unless she become never... a good cook, you can fuck off. No. I don't know what to do. <laughs> You're you're not Alex. I know, I love dude. You and you're you're a great bartender. I'll give you that. Okay. And you let me whip your ass in ping That's pong. That's right. So it's all good. And I'm and I'm okay with Billy. Actually, you're I'm great. great I'm great. With you're actually you're me. Yeah, actually, you you yeah. have your advantages as well. Yeah. I'm not Alex gonna lie. Is the best house guest on the Anytime planet. any of you are here, like. You and Corey or we're, Casey. We're very. I feel oh. like I'm on vacation. We're very, Everybody's I'm like, welcome. I don't have to parent. They're here. Yeah. Like, it's practice but, for us. But yeah. Everybody's like, welcome. But yeah, Alex, Alex is a little more special I, than the rest of you. Sorry. I'm very, very grateful. Very, very let's grateful. let's wrap this up. Well, Rob's yeah, got to get to bed. We're going to play um, a quick newlywed game. It's not newlywed. So you can write the answers down. Don't tell your spouse and then okay. we'll share it. So yeah. what is your spouse's favorite meal? Very quickly. <laughs> Tiffany's. Okay. Right. We may have just talked about it, but what was your first date? Or what you think was your first date? <laughs> what you think was the first date? <laughs> oh. uh, if your spouse won the lottery, what would be the first thing they bought? <laughs> Tiffany blinked like 700 times. <laughs> I did. <laughs> she went full blown 11. Who is your spouse's hall pass? Oh, Ooh, that's a good question. Who's the guy that Caitlin Rob would? Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> 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 We're both choosing girls. Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, yeah. You're both writing down Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Dude, it was such a good <laughs> joke and nobody got we'll, it. We'll, we were two some... such good jokes. Anyways, that doesn't matter. So good. Who's okay. the hall pass? Who's the hall pass? Hold on. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the girl's name too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Notre Dame lesbian. It runs. Yeah. <laughs> Notre Dame lesbian. Oh my God. Can we hashtag that? Yeah. Hashtag Notre Dame lesbian. Who's the fat girl from The Voice? <laughs> Kelly Clarkson? No, keep going. No, tell <laughs> um, you No, keep going. Jennifer Hudson? No, keep going. The fat girl from The Voice? I don't know Such any other. Dick. None of those women are fat. Yeah. Kelly I'm Clarkson is the chunkiest girl. No, she's not fat anymore, but she used to be. <laughs> I don't I don't know any other voice. Okay. It doesn't matter. doesn't I'm matter. Alicia Keys? The voice and we'll Google her. <laughs> You're wrong already. <laughs> no, I'm not. When I say the name, you'll be very happy. Okay, okay, okay. Is she okay. from The Voice? Are you sure she's from I think the voice? she was at some point, yeah. Okay. Or is it uh, America's Next Top Model or... No. Okay, what's the next okay, one? Okay, the next one is, how does your spouse like their eggs cooked? Oh, yeah, And then what's the next one? Who is a better cook? No, oh, that's easy. That's easy. That's easy. It's Rob. And last one. What is your spouse's least favorite chore? Oh, please. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. I think uh, I could answer I think, actually okay. all of these questions. Yeah, 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 I think right. you can answer too. For you. Hold on. Okay. Let me, um, let me oh, take God, a selfie. I'm, I'm really worried <laughs> about, about the Alexa, girl that I'm thinking Alexa, about. Who's the fat girl from the voice? <laughs> Green Bay 
Packers. <laughs> the Green Bay Packers. Honey, who's the girl? She was the Green Bay Packers are the fat girl from The Voice. Again. She's got black Kelly hair. Kelly Clarkson. No, not Kelly Clarkson. You like this girl. Okay, never mind. Doesn't I, matter. I doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You don't like her okay, enough to know her so name. what's the first question? What are the What are the answers? Let's Let's wrap this um, up. Food. Female voice coaches. Um, 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 what is your spouse's favorite meal? Salad. Anything I don't cook. <laughs> oh, oh, his favorite meal is anything you don't cook. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, oh, what's that my is fav- true. What's and, my favorite meal? Yeah. And cheese. Oh. And, of course. and oh, what she, did you put down? Salad. 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 No, I eat no. that. Hold on. Time out. Time out. Time out. Her favorite meal is salad. If anyone else is asking her, her favorite meal with you would be mac and cheese. Is that is that wrong? My favorite meal, if I was gonna have anything, is mac, mac and cheese. And she nice. hasn't no, mac and cheese in five years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, and my favorite meal is nachos. Bean tacos, mac and cheese, grilled cheese with tomato, anything with cool. carbs. Yeah, so Rob had no chance of answering that. So Rob, what is your favorite meal? Oh, is that what I was supposed to write down? No, 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 no. I'm just asking oh, you now. What's your what's, favorite meal? What's your meal? favorite meal? Steak. And what did you write down, Tiff? Bix. Bix. Yeah, Bix, Bix I have steak tartare at Bix. That's oh, fine. cool. I'm kidding. I wrote down anything I don't cook. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, but yeah, yeah, but you got, you got. Bix is my death row meal, good, though. Good. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. What was your first date? Kansas City. Tiff? Oh, did you get it wrong? No, I didn't get it wrong, but it wasn't in Kansas City, first of all. First our, time. Our first date was in Leewood, Kansas. Yeah, Kansas City. Kansas. That's Leewood, Kansas. We had sex and then we had sushi. Okay. Okay. I'm. <laughs> that is my sister. How I'm re- dare I'm you? referring to that. I mostly said that just for Corey. <laughs> I'm re- I'm, by the way, I'm referring. That, that's a that's a ding ding ding. We okay. won ding, that. Ding, 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 ding ding I called it yes, Kansas no, City because I, I don't know. That. I agree. Like I, I agree. know what Leewood, Kansas. What the fuck? I, I <laughs> no, flew into Kansas, Kansas City. No, it's not Kansas City. It's actually Leewood, Kansas. Oh Jesus! It's Leewood, Kansas. Are you on it's so Instagram? Fabulous. It's so nice. We were at the A A loft. What's it? A loft. It was. Okay. Fast forward. Okay. Let's Tiff, go. If you won the lottery, what would be the first thing you bought? Rob a new convertible. And Rob, what did you put? Vacation. Nice. That's love, baby. I'm not here for things, baby. I'm here for experiences. Know, what would you, Robin? What would you buy if you won the lottery? Would vacation. You buy? Vacation. That's what vacation. he said. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Okay. We'd, we'd I go just to know Italy you love and your Spain. Convertible. I do, but I have you a. Try convertible. to wreck it all the time. I know, but I have a convertible. It. Okay, so <laughs> Tiff. Not what's Rob's hall pass. Who is your hall pass? Who would you yes. have a hall pass with? Oh, you're asking her who she would, who have she a would hall sleep pass with, with, yeah. And then I get to have you who I have a hall. Oh, then I change the whole answer. No, 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 no. no, no, no. We're, We're asking, asking her to see, so what that, to see if your answer, answer is correct. Answer. No, mine. No, no, no. But I'm asking what is you, who is your hall pass? Tiff, oh, I, so should I leave? Um, what came up for me was Joshua Jackson. Okay. And what came who, up for you, you was who? And you put down the fat girl from Josh, The Voice. So Joshua Jackson? <laughs> no, I, I put down the girl. Who the girl fuck and, is and, and Joshua it, Jackson? Oh my God, he was on Mighty Ducks. I've been in love with him. Oh, Charlie Conway? Yes. Oh, okay. I know, he's All right. so great. I recently... Caveat: I recently watched The Mighty Ducks as a 34-year-old man, and Not I was like, so "This fresh. movie is—it's almost as bad as the Mark Wahlberg as the Pittsburgh." Is it the oh, Pittsburgh? the Philadelphia. Yeah, the player. Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, fucking yeah, bad. It's bad. Watch Mighty Ducks. Okay. Okay. Dude, so I just I googled the voice coaches. Yeah, give me Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. Jennifer Hudson. No. 
Alicia Keys. No. Miley Cyrus. No. And Christina Aguilera. No. Gwen Stefani. No. Those are the only <laughs> female voice coaches. Okay. <laughs> that I was wrong. Okay, he was um, wrong. He was wrong. God, I'm trying okay. to... Okay. J-Lo? No. Charlie, so wait, time out. I'll find her. Charlie Conway, who's your hall pass? Kate. Who is it? I can't think of her love. Kate Hudson? No, God, She's no. She's married please. to Verlander. 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 Justin Verlander? Yeah. Justin Verlander's wife is yeah, his yeah. hall Kate. pass. Is that correct? Kate. Would that be the correct answer, big, Rob? Yeah, big titty girl. blonde girl. Yeah, yeah, she's hot stuff. Oh, yeah. we didn't answer this. Who's our hall pass? Um, I don't know. Oh, Kate Upton? Kate yeah, Upton. Yeah, boy. Kate <laughs> Upton was fat. Oh, she's oh, hot stuff. P.S. Yeah, yeah I P.S. take her as my hall pass as well. <laughs> by the way, Kate Hudson is who I was referring She was the fat girl on the... No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> Yo, who is no, uh, Prince Harry's new bread? What's her Megan name? Megan Markle. Mark She's very beautiful. Um, okay, who did you write down as his hall pass? Uh, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Oh, wait. And so she had Kate Upton. Oh, okay. And then I had the fat girl from The Voice, which I was wrong. The fat girl from The Voice. But there is a fat girl from something that she likes. But I'll figure that out later. Amy Schumer? No, I'll find her. She's not fat. I think she's hot. Okay, hold on. I'll figure it out. There's a lot of girls that you probably would consider fat that I think is very hot. I should call them fat. She's she's yeah. clearly very sexy you because need to people like check her. yourself before you well, I will yourself. I will do that. Okay, what's next? What's next? question was how do your um how does your spouse like your eggs cook? So, Rob. Poached. Okay. She likes poached. Tiffany, do you like poached? Yes. Okay, and Rob, what do you like? Scrambled. And I put at Main Street. At Main Street. Ah, <laughs> nice. Well, that's funny. Nice. Um, who is the better cook? Me. Rob. Rob. Hundo. Okay. All right. Hundo Tiffany. Hundo Tiffany. Not what you wrote down. What is your least favorite chore? Anything about being a stay-at-home mom. Laundry. Hey. <laughs> and Rob, what's your least favorite chore? I do them all, baby. <laughs> His least favorite chore is making being the married beds. to a woman who hates chores. <laughs> making the bed. Yeah, making my the bed is a, yeah. yeah. You, that's not a, I don't make the bed. I do the laundry. I do the dishes. I do not make the bed. All right. Okay. All right. Fair cool. And I do yeah. the rest. All right. All right. Um, so... Anything, anything anyone wants to get off their chest? Yeah, what do you guys um, want to get off your chest? Off my chest. I will say this, because uh, we were having a business conversation earlier. All you lazy fucks out there. <laughs> yes. Stop complaining about, I didn't get this and I didn't get that. Be the first guy or girl in the office. Be the last one to leave. Bust your ass. Don't complain about things. Take problems to your boss. By solving them. Don't bring a problem. Bring your solution. If you do that, you will get promoted every single Single time. time. I guarantee it. So, look, if anybody's listening to this that has any business acumen, all I can ever ask you to do is just act like you're the CEO of the company, whether you are or you're not. Act like you are. Solve problems. Yeah, that's it. Yep. You that's do fair. that, you will get promoted. I guarantee it. You will be the CEO of that company or the next company. But stop complaining. Go solve. Yeah. Yep, that's great. <sighs> Can I uh, piggyback sure. on that? Yeah. Um, so I don't have the business acumen that that Rob does, but 
Uh, Nathan is in Morocco. I'm here. And we have a girl, Shelby, in the office. And I want to give her a, a specific shout-out. We had three major contracts this week. I was like, I need three separate scripts for three separate proposals for the same company. Can you do it? She had them done that night. Perfectly outlined. Yeah. And what do you Here want to do are. there? What do you want to do there? Here they are. Yeah. Promote? Yeah. I mean, she's already a part of the company. Yeah, like, so. she's just killing it. Um, I just was, like, so grateful to have her. Yeah. Um, she's just a genius, man. She, like, gets it. She, like, understands Good. it. And then is, like, really cool. So, just... Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. it's really fucking cool. Well, you, it, it, think about it. You're the boss, right? And 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 people come to you with problems, and you go, "Oh, thank you for that problem. Now I guess I get to go solve something <laughs> else. Thank you so much." Yeah. Or, hey, I saw that this was occurring. Yeah. And I tried this, and it seemed to work. I think this is something we should incorporate into our business. Right. What do you think about that yeah. person versus the person that brought you a problem? You're like, oh, thanks for bringing me a problem. Great. Another thing on my plate. Yeah. Or, hey, wow, look yeah. at this person. Yeah. Bringing me a solution to a problem I didn't even know existed? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Can't wait to put you in a position of power. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. All right. That, that was well, mine. Um, real quick, what's the most funny thing or what made you laugh the most this week? Tiff, you want to start? My video of my I have never laughed so much (laughs) at building a video of dressing up like a woman, wearing a wig. I had big old titties. I had a dress. You say it like you've done this a bunch. No, I haven't. I've never done it in my life. So Rob sent sent me an email a couple of, I mean, like a week and a half ago saying, I want to do this thing for Tiffany's 40th birthday. I'm going to be in drag, dress up as her. We're going to do this, this, and this. Um, basically like playing off Tiffany's personality and it crushed. It was a room of 50 people. Rob dressed up. He, we filmed it. He wrote the script. It was amazing. And, uh, people were dying. Uh, I will say that, um, clearly I love my wife. (laughs) Um, at the same time, I love to pick on her. We pick on each other. It was nice to be able to accentuate some of her... Uh, quirks, uh, yeah, and her isms, and having Corey as a professional videographer, uh, <laughs> video guy, it was awesome. Uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, and at the same time, yeah, that, that was uh, yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. Yeah. It was a good time. Tiffany, was that the most awkward thing that happened to you this week? Did you have any idea that we yeah. were going to be like? I, I mean, I because it's it's making fun of you and loving on you at the same time. She knew it was coming. Yeah, I knew it was coming. Yeah, uh, tell, tell them why. This is funny. I, I knew it was coming. In all we're on the same because, Amazon account. Yeah, for sure. We're on the same Amazon account, and I got two notifications that your wig and your extra extra large <laughs> dress were on its way, and I was like, oh my gosh, we've been hacked. And then, like that same day, Rob and I were laying on the couch, and he opened his computer, and the first thing that pops up was prosthetic breasts and i'm like what is going on and it was like they were big like they would have been awesome on a bra and he was like well monet monet has has those yeah Yeah. and i'm like he's like well i'm gonna dress up as you and do a parody of you for your birthday and i and he had been talking about this and i was like sweetie I can get you a $20 bra at Target and we can stuff that shit. So, Love let's, you know, it. so 
so I did so we know. Hashtag and, penny pincher. Yeah. But you had no idea that it was going to be <laughs> But that. I had no idea what extreme you had gone to. I mean, you you got other people involved. You went into our community dressed in full drag as me. I did, I did your makeup and... Uh, but, but you killed it. It was it was, it was, fun, it, was it was really fun. It was really great. <laughs> we had a great it time. It takes really a did. real strong person um, to just be able to be like, I'm doing this, and Don't I mean, honey, you're a honey badger, as I always yeah, tell you, dude. It was so it was so cool because Rob was just like, we're doing this. I'm a one take guy. Went into uh, the liquor store, and he was like, Hey, Sonny, we're gonna do this thing real quick. And then we did the whole thing. And then at the very end, I was like, I want to get a shot of you walking in right. and saying hi to Sunny. And I was like, Sunny. And Sunny is? Sunny's the owner of the, okay, of the, the shop. The store that you figured yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. sorry. But you have to understand, like, but the, but where whole, we live is so. It, I mean, it's a small. People town. don't walk around yeah. and drag. No, no. But Sunny was like, yeah, you can do whatever. And then he also was like, Kind of staring at Rob, yeah, yeah, like he, what you got going on? on me when I walk in as a male, yeah, Sunny yeah. doesn't like me as a male anymore. Yeah. But for you to sit at the Lafayette Park Hotel, I know the most conservative place in Lafayette, and yes, we live in the East Bay, and yes, it's. Uh, he it, also it, had Corey and Casey and blocking him. He had Corey and Casey like blocking him yeah. off. Like we had a few that looked at us. So yeah, we had funny. a couple people, and I was like, "Hey, how's it going? Hi, yeah. keep walking." Yeah. But I, I, it's a mayonnaise commercial. I'm really, yeah. I'm really yeah. proud. I was. That's actually probably one of my. Proudest it's a mayonnaise commercial. By the way, the 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 the. It, well, I heard you guys. You're you're kind of prepping that we're going to ask you the most embarrassing and your most you know yeah. proud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I might are both the same. <laughs> <laughs> it was my yes. most embarrassing moment. It was my proudest moment, dude. Because look, I, I think we all know about me. I don't give two shits. Yeah. Uh, and but at the same time, yeah, dressing up and dragging and walking out in public. Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. But yeah. But dude, it's your wife's fortieth. Oh, I, yeah. I crushed it. It was we so had awesome. a lot of fun. Tiffany, I, I couldn't wait to do it. Dude, it was it was Tiffany. Your reaction to I because I at the venue we were all watching. The, everyone was watching the video and because I got to make it with Rob and you guys were watching it together. I was watching you. Your face was like yeah, I was just, watching you too. Just it was so like, great. You were so like you went. I I felt like I saw like all these emotions. What was your funniest or most embarrassing moment I mean, of your of the last week? Because you went through a lot. You honestly, went. I roasted like, the fuck I, out of you, dude. I would probably <laughs> say like like watching watching Rob's video was actually a very proud moment for me. Yeah. In a weird way, like yeah. that's my man. He gets me, and and I'm pretty. You're easy I mean, going. You, I mean, you 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 were in a good place while you were. I was in a really good place. But, like, I was really, really proud of you because we do live in this, what I call a dichotomy of, oh, we're in a very, like, hippy-dippy place, but we are in a very conservative place. Yeah. And the thing I love the most about my husband is, number one, he is a honey badger. He don't get my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, number two, he lets me be me. Yeah, um, that's really and, cool. and loves me for that and can roast me for it. And it was, like, great. So proudest moment was that I had such a good laugh. I was so surprised. But Corey, you roasted me. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Uh, that was really yeah. great. I gotta tell you, there were a few times where I think the fact that my father booed you was pretty funny. Uh, but I also was you like, you came back, but you stole the joke that you know, wrote for I'm me. Sorry, I'm sorry. I know when he started to say it, I was like, oh come I on. I had a feeling. Well, dude, like I. 
I didn't know if Dale was gonna say anything, but like the second he did, I was like, Dale, relax. I'm real dumb. I didn't know you were like Tiffany's dad until I was like 12 years old. Uh, and then the whole crowd just kind of went like, oh, cool. Like, he's cool with Dale. Um, it also, like, as an unplanned consequence, like, I was like, maybe I'm, maybe I might want to do stand up. I think I could be good if I just had, like, generic jokes and, like, wrote them. But, like, a lot of people came up to me and were like, Yo, you're really funny. Like, where, do you stand up oh, in New York? I, I was like, totally I be had... the ma- marvelous Mr. No way, but like, I had a lot of people be like, hey, where do you do stand up at? I was like, I don't you, do that. You were incredible. I appreciate that. You yeah, were incredible. And Roasting I, is different than stand up, though. Yeah. Roasting yeah. is different than yeah, stand up. It's one of the reasons, like, when Tim was like, oh, put that video out, it'll be viral. I was like, no, that video was specific, specific to you. Nobody gives two shits about that video unless they know you. But you could do it as a like general stay at home mom in this area or a general Mm. like stay at home oh yeah i haven't i would i wouldn't put it out there for there's a few there are a few people that were not at that party that were invited that have not seen that video yet and there is absolutely a stereotype and um someday i will get We'll get the cojones. I think it's fun to share amongst our community. I wouldn't yeah. put it out in the yeah. world. No, it's of like, like it's uh, it's funny. Like, like Glenn was even like, "Oh, yeah. you got to put this out." You got. I'm like, "No, I don't know that one." And look, you know, I don't give two shits. I I don't care if it makes its way out there. However, I don't think it has the viral effect that we all think. Yeah, it's, it's only, only funny, funny oh, yeah. if you know yeah. Tiffany. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, 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 and probably slash the embarrassment was. Every line that you said, and even though it was dramatized, was absolutely stuff. Yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> but, why it's like. But just so you know, and I, I want to be very kind oh, when I say this. Dishes. Yeah, but seriously, <laughs> the whole idea of parody, as we all know, is you you take it to the extreme. Yeah, hey, that's why and I that's told you. Did. I was like, "Are you sure you want me to roast you?" Yeah. You said yes. I said, yeah, I "I'm like, going for the jugular." I, I'm not. And we did the same. It worked out. I know I am a complete. But also, like, so dude, it worked. Like, it me worked. going through jugular, like, worked it out. It totally worked. It worked out. And 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 in all fairness, uh, that was probably one of the. It was so uh, There's a lot of dishes in the house as we speak. I know. Just so. I know. So many dishes. So, so so. What's your schedule tomorrow? Like, no, no. I'll so, be doing the dishes so, before I leave. I'm gonna do my my funniest and most embarrassing moment. My most embarrassing moment was doing um dance off because i get really nervous i was in a fur coat at your birthday party <laughs> yeah was- so Corey and i she had karaoke at her party and Corey and i d- did dance off by macklemore and we dressed and in Ryan costumes Lewis, yeah. and did a little dance yeah. thank you did anybody it's- have a video of that yeah we have it i'll i can show it to you so that was like, I just was very nervous. That was when I told your friend that my coat was made out of his mother's pubic hair. <laughs> because he was talking shit. And yeah. I was like, it's made out of your mother's pubic hair. Good for you. Um, well, and it's then the, the funniest moment was... When Wait, that we, was embarrassing for you? I was very... No, no, no. Like, she just was doing conscious. the dance. Oh, doing the dance was oh, like okay. embarrassing for me. And then the funniest moment was Billy outside of the car oh, yes. with his head out the window. That is my funniest as well. Screaming. <laughs> 
Screw me. <laughs> <laughs> this is Geico gives you 50% off. Go get it right. And like, then when he goes, hey, you, you're my parents now. My, my mom's, mom's retired, retired and dead. dead. Oh, my. Wait a minute. I didn't hear this. Oh, you may. Okay, wait. Real quick. What did this happen? You, you oh, guys, you guys oh, need to cut that. And you need no, to, like. No, So Billy did this, like, Billy, for, like, four miles, had his head out the window and was just, he had a Sprite and was screaming. Wait, when, when was this? On After we picked him up from his dad. He was outside. He had his head outside. He had a full Slurpee. Can I can I just show a little clip? Yeah, but real quick, I just want to say how it started. Is we were on the freeway and out of nowhere he rolls down the window and I looked to the left. He's like, I've always wanted to do this. (laughs) But there was there was a a Dodge a Ram truck and in the back it had a rainbow bike and he goes. Cool rainbow unicorn bike, bro. <laughs> Ram trucks, fifty percent off, and then all of a sudden it just started to spiral. And Dude, for four miles, he sugar, went right? out. Yeah. He went. Oh, I saw this. The drool in his mouth. He's sucking it up. I'm a dog. <laughs> oh, that's great. He goes, oh. Wait, how much drool do I have yeah. on my mouth? I'm he looks dog. like Sherman. Oh yeah, like for nuggets <laughs> from Billy. He goes, hey, turkeys, I love you. You're my parents now. My mom retired and died. Give me that gobble gobble. Oh my gosh. Okay, Alex, what was the funniest thing? That's the funniest thing. My most embarrassing thing is I'm sitting at a meeting at school. It was a very foggy day. I look out the window. I'm like, shit, it's really foggy outside. And then I look away and then I look back and my eyes kind of refocus. And I'm like, oh no, that's just a wall I'm looking at. (laughs) I was like looking out the window. It probably was foggy outside. It also was foggy. Thank you very much, Rob. It also was foggy. But the way the trees were lined up, I couldn't... It's not like I was looking at a blank wall. It's there was trees and like in through the trees, I thought it was just a thick fog. And I was also on, yeah. yeah. You were in a thick fog. I was in a thick fog. All right. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This has been so fun. Uh, Really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Um, How do we wrap this up? Um... As usual, you can find us on Instagram at husband and wife talk. You can find me at dancing ginger Alex or my website dancingginger.com. Corey? You can find me at Corey underscore L O R E N or at uh, Hallelujah uh, Creative on Instagram. Uh, Tiff, where can they find you on Instagram? I have like five you know Instagrams. That you can only have three Instagrams. <laughs> that, that's a joke from the that's video. That's a joke from my video. We'll put a link in description. <laughs> Lincoln bio. Lincoln bio. <laughs> Lincoln bio. Oh yeah, my son's favorite. Mom, I want some swag. 
I'm at uh, Tiffany Faith Brewster on Instagram, and my husband's too cool for Instagram. Yes, but you is. can find him on Lincoln. Maybe you'll be and his 5,000th. Yeah, LinkedIn. you can find him on LinkedIn, <laughs> not LinkedIn bio. I am very happy to say you can never find me because <laughs> cool. he doesn't want to be found. That is correct. No, I will find he's on LinkedIn. I will find you if I Robert want to find Dan you. Robert Dan Brewster, because I rebranded you when we got that is together. True. <laughs> that is true. Guys, but thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. Love you. Love, Love you. you guys. Love, right. you. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bless you. Bless you. Bye. 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 It's about to go down I'm feeling your vibrations All the way across town I'm E.T. You can find